0: of fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and sisters. We are making an understanding of the female hierarchy, and in that context, We are now into the the third aspect of the female hierarchy which relates to the Agnya center. The earlier one was Anasuya. to whom the principle of yoga, Kardatatraya, the principles of the rules the various rules and regulations of yoga, Kardurvata and the principle of ecstatic experiences at the divine planes and through, through Anasuya, in association with Atri, Duttadreya, Durvasa, and Soma are said to have been expressed. Soma gives the Sublime of experience of musing of the soul with the super soul. durvasa is the principle that contains the rules and regulations of yoga and the <laughs> Is the principle of yoga which enables ascent and descent of energies. This was explained yesterday. And prior to that, there is the foremost female called Kala, meaning the Ara the effulgence that is around a form, and it is the complete comprehension that makes this aura shine forth in a very brilliant manner. And from Kala came the principle of full moon, which also takes to the form of flowing, of awareness from higher centers to the lower centers and that is what is called Ganga or the downflow of the most sublime energies. That's how the first female is explained to be Kala. The second female is explained to be Anusuya. The third female is explained, is being explained today as Kathy. Kathy, in association with uh, the Prajapati, the Prajapati bhuvu enables uh, expression of light, half awareness. light of awareness, which is around the being, finds its primary focused expression, focused expression through the ajna center. A man's awareness in a focused manner, expresses through ajna center, and depending upon the degree of awareness that gets expressed, there is impact into the surroundings. The impact is different with different persons, depending upon the brilliance of expression, the brilliance of expression, the power of expression, of knowledge. Knowledge which is all permeating finds its best expression through the ajna center. Which is also called the third eye. The third eye. As much as you express, so much there is an impact, a, a harmonious impact in the surroundings. And the expression is of pure knowledge. It is of brilliance that brilliance nourishes the surroundings. And the expression happens in terms of one's own state of knowledge, the related impact happens. When the pure awareness expresses through the central column, which is called sushumna, then the expression has a very harmonious impact on others. It enables... <coughs> I am so sorry today, after the cough. It enables the upliftment It enables harmonization. It enables fulfillment. It causes upliftment. It brings order to a disorderly situation. It is the most welcome expression that happens through the one who is a complete novel. So, this expression of knowledge is called khyāti. The knowledge itself as such is Vrugu. The knowledge is Vrugu. He is the foremost Prajapati that gave out so many sciences. Including the science of astrology, astronomy, innumerable sciences were given out by him as guiding principles for the beings to follow and to progress. So Prabhu is considered to be one of the foremost prajāpatīs, and the expression that happens, which is his nature, expression of that knowledge, is called khyāti. Khyāti means the, the reputation that one receives through his knowledge, through the expression of his knowledge. The man of knowledge is respected in every field, in any field. The one who expresses knowledge is more respected. So the best of the knowledge comes from the center, ajna. And it is an all-rounded-up knowledge. It's not knowledge is in a particular branch of wisdom, called a science. People have different sciences mastered, but to master the science of all sciences, which is called diveda, enables a great reputation to happen to every Every man is respected by the knowledge that he holds, more than the material wealth that he holds. Material wealth is not as much respected as the wealth of knowledge. And wealth may come and go, but knowledge remains. Knowledge remains. Therefore this knowledge which has the impact of knowledge, is called khyati. That's the third female in the hierarchy of females. It has its expression according to purpose. It has its expression according to purpose. It expands into the surroundings and it withdraws from the surroundings. Knowledge is not always an expression according to time and according to the place we the knowledge expresses. It does not express where there is no need. When the time does not demand it, When the place does not demand it, there is no expression of knowledge.
1: The appropriateness
0: of time and of the place is is part of knowledge. That you cannot express knowledge anywhere and everywhere. You cannot express knowledge At any place and every place. It has its expression and also withdrawal of expression. These are the two dimensions. When you are traveling in a train or in a flight or when you are in marketplaces for shopping, you don't have to express knowledge. A little, a little knowledge to buy vegetables or other things is enough, isn't it? So to, this knowledge has an instant ability to expand and contract, like the light of the day It contracts by the night. The light of the day, which contracts by the night, in us also, as we wake up, it is this awareness that eh, emerges from Agna and then directs people into knowledgeable action, knowledge as the presiding principle, the action is carried out to fulfill How long? Until the end of the day. Then it is withdrawn into itself. So therefore, knowledge has the double, the double function of expansion into the surroundings and withdrawal from the surface. That is how it functions in us. That, as we wake up, whatever is the knowledge that we have, the degree is in the... the difference is in degree. A seer would have his own dimension of knowledge. A layman would have his own dimension of knowledge. But whatever knowledge, regardless of the, the degree, as we wake up it expresses. As we wake up it expresses. And it gets into greater expressions by the midday. And slowly contracts by the evening. And by the night it will start into itself which we experience as Night for the knowledge. The sleep hour. The sleep hour stays contracted. These two principles are presented in us. There is a day for us, there is a night for Every being has emergence of knowledge, height of knowledge withdrawal of knowledge and disappearance of knowledge into himself for a fresh expression as he wakes up again next day. so, so there are two principles that are said to have gone to this nature of knowledge, which is called expansive and contracting knowledge called in scripture. They are called ayati, ayati, and niyati. Ayati and niyati. These are the female principles. When it comes to male form, they are called dhāta and vidhāta. (coughs) Dhāta and vidhāta. So this dimension we have to... There are spheres. They can close their eyes and see through from the third eye distant places, distant activities, and even impact the activity with the power of knowledge, with the power of knowledge. Even a distant activity can be regulated, can be set to other, can be put to needed modification. It is possible only when this mother is with us that it is capable of moving out in a set direction, pure, her cure a situation. Curing does not necessarily mean curing sickness. Redressing a situation. That's why when a teacher, if he needs, he would like to, he would even set things right at a distant place. He can set things right. Even at a distant place, with the help of this female principle called khyāti. It is the permeation of the light of knowledge that redresses the situation. Just for example, in the story of Jesus, a Roman soldier comes to Jesus and says, My son is severely sick. He is at that vulnerable point of life and death. You may kindly cure him right from here. You may kindly cure him right from here. Because I do not wish that you come to our house. Because when Jesus comes the house of the Roman
1: soldier.
0: It would be the headlines in the newspaper, and the soldier would be questioned why he has resorted to this kind of help, which goes anti from the standpoint of the priest. I don't want to be in the thick of conflict. And therefore Master requests you, that you may cure him from Then Jesus said, as you believe, so will it be. As you believe, so will it be. May go home and see your son fully recovered. So what is it that he could have done? He could have transmitted the needed energy through the Agnya. Only through Agnya, you can do distant acts, very distant acts. Krishna, while being in a war with a challenge with a person, with a king who challenges him. He was engaged in a war with him. In the meanwhile, he receives a call, like the worship of Draupadi who was being insulted in a royal court. So Krishna directs the energy in such a manner, that on one side he fights with the king who is fighting with him. On the other side, he enables incessant, continuous supply of destitute fairies to the lady. He was not there in that situation. This is the beauty of the master, who can function through the eye. (coughs) Functions through the eye. The knowledge, in so far as it is able to be directed into distant places, that conducting distant activity is what is called the female energy. Because female energy is the kinetic energy. It enables movement. It enables permeation, permeation. That's why I speak of electrons, which are in continuous movement and continuous production with the base of the proton, where there is a neutron. So kinetic, the positive energy is vrughu, the active energy of Knowledge at work is called khyāti. Even today we remember such deeds done by initiates, because it is this activity of knowledge that brought them the eternal fame, eternal name, and eternal reputation. Eternal reputation. I explained to you in the December call how Maastri K. Kursi is Far and guide me not to fall into a trap. I did it in December call. I explained it so. He saw from Vishakhapatnam <coughs> what is to be seen by me in Chennai. I, mean, I needed to go to Chennai and verify the credentials of a man the credentials of a man. Master said, if you go and see, you find nothing there. You find everything positive. But the truth is, everything is negative around that person. He has the skill of showing the best face of him, when he hides his ugly face. How can you see? In the world, we go by the apparent appearances, isn't it? Apparent appearances. We we go by these surfacial relations. But a seer can see through, can see through and say, it's not all that good over there. I was asked to verify the credentials of a man to whom a bride was to be offered from Ishagvara. Master says that man is already married, right? It is his vocation. He marries a girl after a girl, and then who serves the well. And he is in that kind of vocation. If you go and see, nothing would be for but this is the truth. And after five years it was found to be the truth, because nevertheless this kind of caution given. The lady was married to that man, and then eventually by five years they came to know exactly what the master said. That is the ability to see. Knowledge is one thing and the ability to see is another ability to project and see. Once when we we found one of our members missing, we asked the Master, we find a person missing, member missing. We are all anxious about him. Maybe he would conduct... (coughs) He may conduct some suicide or something. The master just
1: winked his eye
0: and opened and said, right at the moment he is at Vijayawada, which is about, say, 500 kilometers from here. But I will direct him to come back. He is, he is proceeding in the southwest direction. But I will ensure that he gets the thought to return, and tomorrow he will return. Tomorrow, he will return by such and such a train, and he will directly come to my house. And after three days, when he is normalized, I send him back to his house. Mutatis mutandis. Exactly in the same manner it happens. the same manner it happens. We inquired that member, what made him to return. The same time when Master was uttering here, there, he got the thought that it's not good that he leaves the family, that he should return. And if he comes back, better first, he got the thought that he should go back to Master Ike's house. He went to Master Ike's house. He stayed in Master Ike's for, for three days and then came home. The so working of Agna would enable such thing. That's the beauty of applied knowledge. Applied knowledge. That application through the third eye, the application part is the female. The, the knowledge is the male side of it. So they work together. People may have knowledge, but they may not be able to apply. They may not be able to apply. So when khyati associates with bhrigu, there is application of
1: knowledge.
0: And then, when it is not needed, it's not applied, We cannot generally keep on looking around and interpreting things. man of knowledge is a man of responsibility. Knowledge and responsibility, they go hand in hand. Knowledge is not for self-aggrandizement. So therefore it brings a lot of fame, name, reputation. And the superhuman acts that are done with the help of knowledge, retain the name and fame of an initiate for thousands of years. We remember the deeds done by Jesus. We remember the deeds done by Pythagoras. We remember the deeds done by Gautama Buddha. We remember the deeds done by Rama, Krishna, and so many initiates forever forever because their knowledge is complete. But if there are many other seers who had knowledge, but they did not show this kind of application. When <coughs> Kyati is associated, Kyati when it is associated, then there is the, the beauty of that knowledge in application. There are many stories in the scriptures, about once a group of young members, their youth, they came to know that into their village came a seer who can see through, who can see through. So they decided to test the seer. They decided to test the seer really. He, can he really see through? So they have prepared one young man in the, in the dress of a, an young lady. They have wrapped a sherry around her, around him, and set up that kind of a makeup that she looks like a lady. Long hair, dress, And then they also arrange. A kind of a uh, makeup at the abdomen that she looks like a pregnant woman. <coughs> the young man was dressed up <coughs> to be a pregnant woman. So the the, the youth, the group took the dressed up man to the theater frustrated before the seer, pretending to be very devotional, very dedicated, and then they they stood on their knees and asked the seer, Master, here is a pregnant lady. You are a man of knowledge. You are a man of knowledge. Please tell us, Please tell us if she would deliver a male baby or a female
1: baby,
0: a male baby or a female baby, then the senior Satru, Satru, and he said, you are so
1: arrogant
0: and so irresponsible. Your arrogance reached great height, and your irresponsibility and misbehavior has reached the limit. Therefore, this boy, this boy, he will give birth to a lump of iron piece, a lump of iron piece. And that will destroy your entire clan. That will destroy your entire clan because not only you, you are the youth, but your, your parents are also like this. That's why you came through, you have become like this, most irresponsible, most arrogant, highly misbehaving, not knowing how to relate to his seer. Your ignorance has reached its limits. That your clan should be destroyed. It should no more be on earth. It's not good for you to, good for the earth, for you to be here. I therefore, I therefore, that she will give, her, give birth to a kind of, you know, a a pounding, you know, a, 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 a pounding pillar which we use to pound. Great. that kind of a thing will be born out of this boy. It's not a lady. I can see through. I know she is not pregnant. But, but the knowledge with which I utter force would enable him, enable him to become a pregnant. Though he is a male, he will be pregnant. And he will deliver. He will deliver a great iron, Lump from his orichis. Whatever you do with it, it will not get destroyed. It will destroy you all. That's, that's how it is. That's how the entire clan of Krishna, Yadavas, they were destroyed
1: by the power
0: of knowledge of a great seer called Vishwamitra. Vishwamitra. It is he who gave us Gayatri. Mishwamitra is the title relating to him. Vishwamitra means friend of universe. The very name means Vishwa is universe. Mitra is friend. He is given the title friend of the universe because he could give the technique of enabling the light to descend into you and express through your āgna. That's what we do with Gayatri, that we fill ourselves with so much light and express through āgna. For that it is given. That's the kind of light that can flow through a seer. And it is for the benefit of the universe only he had to do such an act to destroy a clan which. It is in the same clan Krishna is born. But they are all very arrogant and indifferent. So why I say these episodes are every seer has, has the ability to see through. He has the ability to see through and he, when he proposes to make adjustments, he makes adjustments. With the help of knowledge, he doesn't have to talk. He doesn't have to move. He doesn't have to act. Just by his will, he can transmit the related power and set things right in tune with the plan. You may may ask a question. When such seers are there on the planet, how is it that the planet is like this?
1: We do have
0: such seers on this planet.
1: But why is it
0: that they don't, they don't do anything for us? And we are in this kind of crisis, you may ask. They go by the higher plan, and they are bound by hand and by foot not to do it, because the karma of the race has begun. Not that they cannot do, but they are bound by the hand And by the foot, on account of the karma that the human race incurred, and so the masters of wisdom, they are very helplessly observing the humanity. When they are in a position to help, they are disabled to help until we mind, until we mend. Our ways to, to a common minimum good program. It's not that we are entirely trying to transform good unless we adapt to each one of us. Minimum common good. This is what is called common good. To that common good, when we orient, there is a a benchmark. If you reach that benchmark, they have the facility to help us. When we don't reach that benchmark, they wait and keep inspiring that we transform our life to enter into minimum common good program. So I just give some illustrations to speak of the power of the center which we call ājñā, which is preceded by Prajāpati-bhruhu. And that power of knowledge, its application is called khyāti. Khyāti comes to us, fame comes to us, name comes to us through knowledge, not, not by other means.
1: The other
0: knowledge, the other power doesn't last long. So persons like Napoleon and Alexander, are not so much appreciated like persons like Pythagoras or Buddha. What is the difference in their power? The difference is one adapted to the martial power while the other adapted to the power of knowledge. Knowledge has the ability to transform for good.
1: Knowledge
0: enables upliftment. This kind of knowledge is flood and with a and withdrawn, flood and, and withdrawn, It has ability to to project result, it has also the ability to withdraw. This this is what is seen as the double aspect of double action of knowledge. Which is like the night and day. Which is like the night and day which is like our expression of awareness and withdrawal of our awareness. We are not expressing our awareness. The the awareness is expressing through us. The awareness is expressing through us. We think we are expressing it. which is not true. If we are expressing, how do we get sleep when we don't want to Even in the class people sleep, isn't it? Even in the class people sleep. We don't propose to sleep, but sleep comes. Isn't it? And even when we want to sleep, we cannot sleep. So to say that I sleep, I get up, is a, they are ignorant statements. <coughs> When the awareness is an expression, you are awakened. When the awareness withdraws, you get into sleep.
1: When the awareness
0: is an expression, in expression you say, you are in action. It's not you, it is the awareness. That's why we, we can make this understanding because we cannot sleep when we want, and we get sleep when we don't want it. So that should tell us that it's not we that command it. It is the awareness that commands us. If at three o'clock in the morning you are awakened, that's it. You have to get up. You can no more sleep. It is decided by awareness. We may plan to get up at half past four or four o'clock.
1: But awareness may
0: awaken you even at two o'clock in the night. And awareness may not let you sleep till two o'clock in the night.
1: Does it not happen
0: with us? So awareness is the higher dimension that functions through us. Relating to it, we know how to function. Relating to it, we know how to function. So it creates the day, it creates the night. It creates the day and it creates the night.
1: So these are the two
0: dimensions of khyānti. One is called āyati, the, the other is called niyati in Sanskrit. Āyati is emergence of awareness.
1: Niyati is a that
0: is awareness. Niyati. Everything that is awakened shall have to find its mergence, isn't it? anything that is given birth to, shall have to find its return. We are all into awareness, and we are back through sleep. Again we are into awareness, and we are back through sleep. So there is an expansion and a contraction of awareness that happens, which is is called the day and the night. There is an individual day and individual night. There is a planetary day and planetary night. What is day here so is night on the other side of the planet, isn't it? So there people sleep. Here we are active. When we are act, when we are asleep, they are active. So therefore, this activity of expansion of Awareness and contraction of awareness in creation. In creation, it also exists in the in the beginning of creation as an emergence, and at the end of the creation as emergence. Within that universal law of alternation, there are in smaller cycles. In smaller units of consciousness, there are smaller cycles of awareness emerging and merging. It is all happening at the process, at the ajna center. This should be known. And this activity is connected by this, that female, divine, divine, female principle, khyati. <clears throat> so it, it is said in the scriptures that it has two sons, dhāta, vidhāta, and their nature is expansion, contraction, called āyati and a. Everywhere the principle is male and its activity is female. That's how the scriptures explain. Dhātaṁ is the one who is supported by āyati, meaning expansion of awareness. Vidhātā is the contrary, and therefore its activity is wrong. Nīyati. Dhātā, vidhātā, āyati, nīyati. This is how it is Don't bother about names, but it is my duty when I give you a scriptural knowledge that I will present to them. To understand the principle more than the names. Understand the principle more than the names. Then what happens is the next step in this activity. Every expansion has its contraction. Every expansion, every birth growth has its recession and death. Yes. Recession and death. Our activity, it goes on and on and on. And slowly by evening it's a and by night it disappears. He disappears. That's how there is the birth, growth, and death. Birth, growth, and death. What is death? Deathly awareness is death. Death? awareness is death. A seer is in a sleep-like state. He is never asleep. A seer Remains in a sleep-like state. He does not sleep. That's why we have someone like Shiva, a sitting posture. He is, he has either, he is neither he has open eyes, nor does he have a closed eyes. His eyes are not completely closed. His eyes are not completely open. Half closed, half half open. It is neither sleep. So sleep doesn't exist with fear. Meaning death does not exist with fear. Death does not exist with cs because they, they know by knowledge and by their association with knowledge they stand always in that continuity of consciousness. They don't die. So the secret of death is also this uh, khyāti. Khyāti, called transcending of death. It is called transcending of death by virtue of the continuous consciousness that they hold. We don't have continuity of consciousness. That's why we are mortal. The humans are called mortals because we forget. We forget. But with the seer, even if he changes his body, he continues to know who he is. Just like when we were in different dresses today and another dress today, and we would wear a still different dress tomorrow, to see a CEO, the very body, the senses and mind, he is like a dress. He may change his dress, but he knows who he is. Just like we also know who we are, even when we change this dress that we put on every morning. We know yesterday we were, what we were, and what we wore. We know today what we wear and what we are, and tomorrow what we wear also we can already plan. Isn't I shall wear this tomorrow. Tomorrow is Monday, I wear this color. Today is Sunday, I wear this color. So like that they change. They know when to take body, when to cast off the body. When to take the body, when to cast off the body. And whether they are with the body or without the body, or with different bodies, the seer knows who he is. That's the beauty of gaining the center of ājñā. That's why those who are, who accomplish that center, they do not die. They transcend death. This ability to transcend death happens when we are able to even release ourselves from our causal body. The secret of death is known to those who ascend
1: from body of
0: flesh and blood into body of golden light when they are into the heart. When they reach Agna, they can see their causal body just as a body, not what they are. The causal body transmits much light. But they know even that body is not what they are. When you gain that knowledge, you would no more die. That's why it is said it is to this Prajapati and to this Lady Khyati there is in the second generation birth of Markandeya. Markandeya means the principle of eternity. The principle of eternity the principle of continuity of consciousness. You may kindly Google and read the story of Markandeya. It's a beautiful story, very beautiful story. What Markandeya does, he gets into penance. He, he transcends his physical, he transcends his subtle When he is about to transcend the causal, then he understood that the three bodies can be cast off and he can remain just as a pulsating being. A pulsating being is eternal. Pulsating, if you identify with the pulsating principle in you and become one with it, then you become eternal. I am, that I am, is the pulsation isn't it. That I am is the pulsation. When you are established in the principle of that I am, it is eternal. So markandeya gives the way to eternity, and he is born from Khyati to Ayati from I P to, meaning expansion, then there is a death to expansion. To it happened. We don't remember, once we cast off this body, who we were. We don't know what we were in the last life. We know what we are now. But we do not again, do not know in the next life what we have been here, this life. But that continuity has to be established. So this continuity is also bestowed by this female me- mother, member, Kyasi. <clears throat> it is a, the ability to hold on to a continuous memory. Madam calls it as reminiscence, as explained in December You know who you are? the previous incarnate. It happens when we (coughs) are able to ascend from mortality to immortality in your own being. So from the center of Brugu, there is the Khyati, the lady, causing expansion and contraction of knowledge. You may gain a lot of knowledge in this life, but it is concluded by this death. Next time when you come, you have to again familiarize yourself with knowledge. Next time when you come, you familiarize. Some of them you remember, you, you feel, as you I have already known. Sometimes when you are reading the teachings, your inner conscience says, yes, this is what It's so true, I know it. It's a reminder to them. But why a reminder? So knowledge shall have to be recollected life after life. So death to knowledge is a possibility as long as you do not give birth to that principle which transcends death. So the, the problem is overcome with the help of this Prajāpati, bhrugu and his lady, Khyāti, in his dynasty, we say, dynasty of principles, they are not persons, please remember that. These are all principles in creation, purplamified for, for our understanding. They are principles. They exist with us. That exists with us, no one can deny it. The very fact that we are born, the very fact that we are born is a sure prophecy that we die. It's a sure prophecy. Every day we are only walking towards that point which we call death because there is already the point of birth from which we are progressing. From A, point A, when we are progressing to point B, on a day to day basis you are getting closer to it, isn't it? But you don't have to go into death. That. That's what this Prajapati and this lady give the secret. The secret is you are, you have you are gaining knowledge, you are expanding your consciousness. Let it not die. <laughs> Let it not die. Whatever we have gained shall have to be with us forever. Isn't it? The knowledge we gain in the last seminar should be with us in the seminar. For over twenty-nine years we have been regularly giving different dimensions of knowledge. Do all these dimensions remain with us or are they are the already evaporated? When you are when when you are prone to forget, it means you are likely to die. Death of consciousness is the true death. Death of the body is nothing. Body would anyway die. But along with the body, the knowledge that you get also dies, it is still worse, isn't it? It is still worse. If knowledge survives and body goes, it doesn't matter, we take another body. <laughs> that is the beauty. That's the beauty of Agja Center, preceded by the Prajāpati, bhrugu and the lady, Khyāti. To them, through them, there is expansion of consciousness, application of consciousness, which is prone to die, which is prone to die. So, therefore, there is a key which is given by this Prajāpati, the third Prajāpati that you can trick that trick of death, taking to the process of relating to the innermost being in you, the innermost being in For that, already through atriya and anasuya, the path is laid, the yoga path is laid, you can, there is a path by which you can return back to the Rajya. So Markanaya he takes to penance and then slowly internalizes himself and moves, continues, moves and, moves and moves and moves and moves and reaches that area, that that realm of the Agnya center, where he sees that even causal body is but a body, he is not that body of diamond light is also a body. It doesn't matter, I can even cast it off, because if I want, I can again gain it. So he goes through the golden body, he goes through the diamond body, he realizes himself as the soul, the pulsating principle, in eternal association with the all-pulsating one whom we call Shiva in, the scripture. in this scripture. In that story it is called Shiva. In some other scriptures they call it Narayana. It is
1: the being,
0: the universal being, and the universal being also pulsates. That's what we say the space pulsates. We also say the fiery breath of God. He breathes out and breathes in. So when you are in association with that eternal breath, you tend to be eternal, you don't care if you have a body or you don't have a body. This kind of realization can also be done with the help of this knowledge. So that's how there is, the, in the first generation of this combination, you have dhātā, vidhātā and ayati nati and in the second generation, hmm, the society is through the principle of death, expansion dies, unless he yeah, amend I it. That's why the, 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 potential of death to consciousness, the potential of death to consciousness is what is called Murukandu in the scripture, Murukandu, MRI. K-A-N-D-U.
1: (laughs) Brikandu.
0: It's the principle. Brikandu means if you take a a sugar cane, the sugar cane is from bottom to the top in the cane, there are some junctions where you don't have the cane, the juice. Maybe we'll one day bring you a sugar cane. There are in in between junctions where there is no sugar in it, there is no juice in it. In between the junctions there is the cane with sugar. But the sugar cane has a continuity in it. So you go through the death and come back to life and it is the same sugar cane. So that's how this murukan is said to be the seeming death but it is not truly really a death. Murkhanda is referred to, like you see, you see, your finger, you have here a a knot, here a knot, and then, but there is a flowing energy through the entire finger. These knots are called murkhandas, murkhandas. There is a feeble flow at that point, like the feeble flow sugar juice in a sugar cane. (laughs)
1: So <laughs> these, knots,
0: these knots in the sugar cane are referred to as Murukandu which cause a seeming death and a rebirth. So to eliminate that, Murukandu gives birth to Markandeya, like that the scripture says. So now, you ask any Indian, they don't know this. Even the Pandits, even the pundits cannot explain. What is Ayati? What is Mrukandu, What is markandeya But they can give you extempore a beautiful, the beautiful stories relating to them. But they cannot see the process involved. You ask anyone about Markandaya, every Indian will tell you he hugged Shivalanga. And therefore the Lord of Death could not come near to him. That's what it is. at the hour of death. Markanaya asked to Shivalinga. So the Lord of Death cannot reach him because he is with the Shivalinga. But you try to do like that, still the death will
1: come.
0: At the point of death, if you hold to a Shivalinga in your hand, still death will come, I can give you in writing. The Shivalinga is a reference to the, the divine in you. The divine in you. If you are in close proximity to the divinity in you, naturally there is no death. <laughs> the inner processes are explained by outer stories in Puranas, the inner processes. Outer stories, they cannot really help us, because we don't adapt ourselves to those processes. When we do not adapt ourselves to the processes, death will surely come. Jesus transcended death. But are we able to transcend death by worshiping Jesus? It will not be like that. You have to realize the Christ in you. You have to realize the Christ in you, are the Divine in you, and no. make an inseparable association with the Divine in you, which happens beyond the causal body. As soul, you relate to the super-soul in you. Then death will not... There is no need to die then, because your consciousness cannot die. That's why if consciousness dies and only life remains, we call them cabbages. The consciousness disappears and only life principle exists in the... And they are all held in the hospitals, maintained. No consciousness, only life. What is the We are conscious entities and we are supported by life. The conscious entity reported only the... It's a living image. It cannot relate to you, you cannot relate to it. It's a pathetic state of ignorance. So the story of Brugu and Kati have so many dimensions.
1: Of First of all,
0: there is a permeation of consciousness and knowledge. Then that knowledge is susceptible to die. That's the point. And death that, that can be overcome. That's how there is... First step, there dasa and ayati. Second step, there is mṛkandu. And in the third step, there is mārkandeya. That's how the story goes. That's how the story goes. Likewise, when you are... The consciousness that has returned back to you, it requires re-expression, isn't it? Re-expression. You are speaking about the possibility of death of consciousness. Now I am speaking about the emergence of consciousness. For consciousness to emerge, there is what is called the principle of prāṇa, principle of prāṇa. Which is also born in the Agya center. (laughs) If you look to the books of Master Jawaharlal, he affirms this. This the seed for consciousness. The seed for life is in Agya. Life springing from Agya makes another center for itself in heart. And besides that. Where prāṇā and prajñā are life principle or consciousness when they are together, there you experience the being. Is it going over your head? It would, because it is not very familiar, no? We all wish to overcome death, but we should know the processes that we have to adopt.
2: So, adapting
0: to the processes, we cannot overcome death. Death can be overcome when prāṇā merges in the same center, from where it has emerged. It emerges from ājñā. Consciousness also expresses through ājñā. It is even beyond, because there is a state of kalā and anasūya. And so no At that point, there is birth of life principle. At the, that life principle sustains all bodies, be it causal body, be it subtle body, be it gross body. All bodies are held by life principle. There is a prana at the physical plane, there is a prana at the subtle plane, there is prana at the causal plane. And even without that prana you can be. That is a beauty. But it is always associated as a pulsating principle. So there is the birth of consciousness. When there is a death, there has to be a birth of rebirth. That rebirth is called life. The life principle every morning brings you back. When you get into sleep, as you get into sleep, you go away, what happens? What is it that brings you back next day? During your sleep hours, the life activities continue, isn't it? It is this life activities that leads you once again into consciousness, isn't it? In the morning.
1: So therefore
0: another product of this female is said to be life Transcending death is one aspect. In case you die, it brings you back to life. For that it has another tale. I'll come to that. There are many children to this bhruhu and khyasi. It's a big story. The story is the story of The functioning of Agnya Kendra, the centre of Agnya, Should be known if we wish to follow knowledge. That is how knowledge is. So therefore, Pranic principle also takes birth from this pair of Bruhu and Kyati. And it it flows into all lower kingdoms, causal, subtle and physical place. It keeps on. Okay. And this planning principle, since it has emerged from a higher center, it has the ability to return to itself. When you associate with Om, the name of om in Sanskrit is said to be pranava, pranava. Pranava leads you to... prana leads you to pranava. So with the help of your pranic principle associating it with the om that we attack, you can raise prana principles once again back to ajna and thereby also experience immortality. Two methods. One is contemplation upon the adhyagna or growth the region of ajna or center. Another is the contemplation upon om with your exhalation. Travel along with your exhalation we associate with om And keep on moving, 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 as you utter forth and keep moving up to the center and stop there. Then it pulsates there. Keeps observing, that pulsation. I am not going to greater detail of those techniques, because we are with the female hierarchy. My idea is to
1: introduce
0: a profound concept, each one by itself, can be, again, taken up separately and worked out, because we have to cover about ten, twelve rajapathis. We are hardly at the third one,
1: <coughs>
0: hardly at the third one. So therefore, all these are there, are very mystically stated in the scriptures, mystically stated in secret doctrines, but it's not so easy to relate to them. We may have the book of secret doctrines. We may have looked around and... From here and there, that we can understand, two, three pages, and can always say, blah, 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 sacred doctrine, sacred doctrine, sacred doctrine, secret doctrine. bhāgavata, bhāgavata, bhāgavata. This is bhāgavata. The, the profound wisdom of bhāgavata is in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh canto. It contains the entire sacred doctrine. Unless you have a very deep urge for esoteric experience, to, to the deep urge to get in and know, to get out and know, no meaning, small kindergarten, to get in and to know, deep, deep, isn't it? It's by internalization and relating to things they are revealed. And the teacher whom we follow, he promises you that he will reveal to you if you care to get inside and stay inside. If you care to get inside and stay inside, I will inform everything to you. What is it that you learn by all these books, lessons? After you are informed and you experience, then you look to this picture, you see it better. That's how these years have been. They did not read books before. They experienced before, and then the books confirmed their experience. Ramakrishna, Paramahamsa, never read a book. Never. But all his experiences that he narrated are in tune with what is already written in the scriptures. So therefore they conferred on him the title of Paramahamsa. What is the extra benefit he gets if it is conferred on him? What is the loss he suffers if it is not conferred on him? Is anyway that.
1: It's
0: all another game, worldly game. So no one needs to give certificate for the knowledge that carry. <clears throat> that knowledge itself is fulfilling and nourishing. So therefore, there is the pranic principle that revives you again and brings the awareness back. Since pranic, the set of life and the set of consciousness are like the twins, it is the life principle that brings the consciousness back. That's how you have also the pranic principles given birth to, at they? ajna Center, And it has the potential in it of pranava or om. Om. See, pranic principle conducts inhalation and exhalation, isn't it? Pranic principle conducts inhalation and exhalation. If you listen to this sound of inhalation and exhalation, you listen to the sound, so hum. So hum. In so hum sound, if you remove the consonants, what remains is om. So, in so you have o. Eliminate the consonant s. In hum, you remove the consonant h. Om. So om is hidden in soham. Om is the sacred word is hidden in soham. So relating to soham, you will reach om and om leads you beyond. Because the whole creation is held by that sound which is unuttered sound. It is called nada, it is not shabdā. It's, it's not a... It is it's a silent sound. It is what we call the voice of silence. It's not a sound. It is a happening. So if you associate with the help of the pranic principle, with the inner content of the pranic principle, which is Om, oh, it leads you beyond. It leads you even beyond your sahasara. That is the key Krishna gives in eighth chapter of Bhagavad Gita associated with the home and even move out of the whole thing. Move out of the whole. So the pranic principle and the pranava are sound principle of home have have emerged through the center. Has also expansion and contraction of consciousness. As also the even the principle of death and transcending death. These are all the things that have come out as products through this female energy called Kyati. This is what you should know when you think of the Prajapati Burhu. And then there are two other dimensions of which one I will cover now. I will take it up for the afternoon, and continue. It is to this bhribhu and khyati, the Mother, the Divine Mother, who is, who is a triple, is a triple, the Divine Mother, who is with knowledge and activity which is beyond, they are so pleased with this center that it expresses itself as three, as three. In the very initial stages of our teachings, I, I gave this three with a symbol. It is there in the book, mithila If you wish to really gain the splendor of life and the wealth, the true wealth, virtuous wealth, you have to relate to these three. It has a symbol. Please go through mithila book. And the caption money... These three bestows on you three things. It bestows wisdom, it bestows splendor, it bestows power. Three. That means if you, when you are related to ajna and trying to work out the related energies, firstly you get wisdom, then you get the splendor of life, and then you also best, are bestowed with the power. The trinity can function through this third day. And the mother aspect of the trinity is called Sri. Sri. This Sri is what we call generally Lakshmi. Lakshmi. When we chant Hiranyavarnam, Harini, and all, it is all about her. The suktam that we chant is about Sri, Sri suktam. So three has a triple energy. One is wisdom, another is splendor, third is the power. And it has come through into creation through bhruhu and khyati. The rest I will inform you in the evening because it is another sublime concept that happens. And that requires time. Thank you.